Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, look, so regardless of where you stand politically, whether you agree with me or disagree with me, surely, surely you can agree with me on this. There should be a clear dividing line, a demarcation between media and the world of politics. Now, in a functioning healthy democracy, wouldn't it be nice to have one of those? The media should play a key role in scrutinising and challenging political power. The fourth estate should do that without fear or favour. Again, I think just a basic principle. Surely we can have consensus on, on that. So, as an example, the fact there's a revolving door between the BBC and the Tories, that's bad enough. David Cameron, George Osborne, Theresa May, Boris Johnson and Rishi Sunak all hired BBC figures, senior BBC figures, as their spin doctor. I think that compromises our democracy. Let alone, we could talk about the closeness between certain journalists and politicians, including acting as godparents for each other's children, going on holiday together, forgetting the dinner parties and sleeping with each other. But come on, come on, all of this aside... Serving politicians from the ruling party, no less, acting as news presenters and anchors for news programmes. What the hell? Now, this is what we've been served up by GB News, Britain's fourth most watched news channel, which has become a cesspit for conspiracy theories, anti-vaxxer sentiment, we'll talk about that, amongst other, I would say, pretty problematic things. Now, finally... Ofcom, which is supposed to regulate broadcasters like GB News, but in practice is largely a toothless waste of space. They've launched four more investigations, there's already existing investigations, into the channel. So one show being investigated is an episode presented by Jacob Rees-Mogg, until recently, as I'm sure tragically aware of, a long-standing Conservative cabinet minister in his show State of the Nation. To be fair, absolute State of the Nation having tin pot channels like this offering a salary top-up service for already rich conservative politicians. He's being paid, what, about 300 grand a year in practice to present that show. Another is an episode of Friday Morning with Esther and Phil. Oh, sounds so jolly, doesn't it? These are Tory MPs Esther McVeigh and Philip Davies, who are actually married. Another is an episode in which they interviewed the Reform UK Party's candidate for the London mayoral election at an anti-ULES demo. That's the ultra-low emission zone, which most Londoners support, according to the polls, but has become a right-wing bugbear. Another is a programme by the Reform Party, not Reform Party, I've forgotten what the right-wing fringe party he's, is it Reclaim? He, anyway, Lawrence Fox, um, the most divorced man in Britain, um, not an attack on divorced people, it's just... You could be divorced, have divorced energy without being divorced. That's Lawrence Fox. Anyway, it was guest presented at the time by Martin Daubney, himself a former Brexit Party MEP. Now, what's been investigated is the question of... One of, one of the things being investigated amongst all of this is the question of politicians as news presenters. Um, the Ofcom rule um, has... Oh, sorry, Ofcom, which is the regulator, has a rule that prevents politicians from acting as newsreaders, interviewers or reporters news programmes unless exceptionally is editorially justified... Is that, does that apply for any of these shows at DB News? 
The other, which is also being investigated in some of these examples, um, for example, the uh, Martin Dorman example, is uh, about rules requiring due impartiality to be reserved on matters of major political and industrial controversy or those relating to current public policy, and that an appropriately wide range of significant views are included in given due weight. And all I can say to that, given GB News's track record, is lol. But lots of O's in the middle to sort of drag it out. Anyway, there are seven investigations currently ongoing. What I'm going to talk about as well, though, is some of the gruesome stuff either being churned out by presenters on social media or directly on the channel. Now, I mean, here's a really egregious example. Um, Bev Turner. I remember Bev Turner. She was on LBC. I was doing guest presenting in LBC, and she seemed, like, pretty reasonable. Just shows what radicalisation can do. Um, she tweeted, SARS-CoV-2 virus caused less harm to certain ethnicities, East Asians, and Ashkenazi Jews, and then puts in brackets, Fauci anyone, than to European, South Asian, and Africans. Just let that sink in. Um, this is increasingly looking like a bioweapon to destroy the West. Why is this not on the front pages of every paper? Actually, not true. I mean, certain Jewish groups were harder hit by COVID, um, certainly earlier on in the pandemic. In another tweet, she retweeted a thread that said that Russia invaded Ukraine to capture secret US labs manufacturing virus bioweapons. That, as Dr. Matthew Sweet, who's been doing lots of work on GB News, he obviously has to watch a lot of their content and goes through, follows a lot of the presenters, but he says, um, to capture secret US labs manufacturing bioweapon, virus bioweapons that work differently on Jews. Come on. Come on. Now, she also shared a video by Richard Hall, who's being sued by the bereaved families of the Manchester Stadium bombing, um, who spread the truly disgusting claim that it was a hoax and their children didn't die in the attack. Um... GB News were actually stopped down by Ofcom, finally, at one point, by Naomi Wolf, who claimed about the COVID-19 vaccine that its rollout amounted to a premeditated crime, mass murder, and was comparable to the actions of doctors in, in uh, pre-Nazi Germany, without, without pushback. Now, here's another example. It's just another example of total nonsense churn out on that channel. And yes, there is obviously disappointment because the BBC and others are driving this narrative. The, those terrifying, supposedly terrifying temperatures that were being predicted, all starting with a four, 40 this and 40 that, were obtained by using satellite images of ground temperature, how hot the, temp the ground actually was to touch. That's never been the temperature that's used in weather reporting and weather forecasting. On the contrary, the temperature is the air temperature a couple of feet above the ground surface. As the BBC meteorologist Matt Taylor put it, fancy correcting your misleading claim that the forecast temperatures were obtained using satellite to gain the ground temperature. What absolute nonsense not and never been the case. 48.2 centigrade in Sardinia yesterday, a Europe-July record was the air temperature too. I mean, just, just willy-nilly spreading misinformation on air without pushback. Indeed, it's been reported in a study that one in three GB News presenters cast doubt on climate science. And bear in mind, there is an overwhelming scientific consensus on the climate emergency. Um, and just other examples. Uh, again, Matthew Sweet, credit to him for having to sift through this. Um, Neil Oliver declare, declared as facts the discredited criminal line that the US government had a network of bioweapon labs in Ukraine. This is materially misleading. Incredible that it was broadcast on British television. 
He's also discussed, um, as The Guardian reported earlier this year, a silent war, as he describes, by generations of politicians to take total control of the people and impose a one-world government. Now, the government set, uh, the Guardian says it seemingly echoes a noted conspiracy theory document called Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, supposedly a secret manual for world government found by chance in 1986. This was a long section of the role of the Rothschild banking dynasty, a common anti-Semitic trope. On the same show, uh, The Guardian reports, one of Oliver's guests was a man called William Cate, introduced as a constitutional expert who's a supporter of a fringe campaign group called the New Chartist Movement. Um, they, their website contains articles written by other members and contributors with anti-Semitic linked ideas and features pieces written by David Icke, obviously the famous conspiracy theorist. Aye, 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 aye. Just some examples which I pulled, pulled out. Um, what a channel. What a channel. I mean, I think the problem with GB News is it's so ridiculous and egregious. It makes some of the other rest of the mainstream media seem relatively reasonable by comparison when the likes of The Sun and The Mail and The Express churn out relentless right-wing nonsense about the climate emergency, for that matter, but also about migrants, about refugees, um, about trans people, about some of the most marginalised uh, members of our community. Um but nonetheless, I mean, this is just a platform for just crankery of the worst sort. And the fact that they can just get away with it, you know, we'll see what these Ofcom investigations do. But don't hold your breath. I mean, this is a channel which has found itself a niche audience and it is whipping them up into a frenzy ever, ever more. Um, we'll see what consequences they have. I'm sure they won't be at all disturbing. But I think it's worth keeping an eye on GB News. Um, because, you know, for example, um, because there's a big overlap between members of the Conservative Party and people who watch GB News, that makes them influential within the Conservative Party. In fact, a Tory um, MP who uh, is on the, I can't remember, the Broadcasting Select Committee, anyway, she hosted drinks for GB News, um, and you will see future leadership candidates um, flaunting their wares, political wares, on that channel in order to get elected. So it will be disproportionately powerful, particularly, I'd say, in opposition when, when the Tories will go full-blown culture war um, and that will be their big strategy and GB News will be an integral part of that. So I think the Tories in opposition, they will take on a renewed role, a disturbing role, as the right in this country ever more descend into conspiracism, bigotry and culture war. Lovely. Let's keep an eye on that, shall we? Please like and subscribe. Do support us on patreon.com forward slash owenjones84. And listen to us on podcasts. I'll see you in a bit. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.